every moment spent in connection, reflecting on who we are and how we've grown, the moments that are full of joy and celebration, and then those moments that challenge us and ask us to change course, pivot in a new direction, and grow and change in ways that we never anticipated. Every moment spent in connection, sharing those reflections, coming together around shared experiences, changes who we are. Because it allows us to get to know who we are, to get to know our hearts, and it allows us to form connections and community around shared passions, interests, and joy. Welcome to Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Through conversations focusing on life's biggest lessons, this series will explore the joys we can find through these experiences and the connection and community we create through sharing our reflections. It's an open and honest look at the moments and lessons in our lives that impact us. Every episode features a conversation that will leave you feeling inspired, motivated, full of joy, and get you thinking about the experiences in your life and the lessons they've taught you. Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Welcome back to Lessons In. Today, I'm joined by Julia Chebatar, and Julia is a health and wellness consultant, private chef, a chopped winner, and restaurant owner. She develops and implements programs for both individuals and organizations, creating roadmaps to well-being and wellness that facilitate client goals and vision. And I am so excited to have sat down with Julia to have this conversation. She joins us to share a lesson that she's learned about finding your path and really trusting that you'll evolve through every hardship and celebration including the COVID-19 pandemic. We talk about the growth that's come from her experiences with trusting her path and the joy that she's found. Julia's reflections, honesty, and vulnerability will leave you feeling inspired and remind you that you have the power to write your own story and develop the lifestyle and perspective that will bring out the best version of you. I think my biggest takeaway from this conversation is that the path that you're meant to follow will always reveal itself and it's up to you to trust the seeds that you've planted and keep moving forward. Your path is your own and that's what makes it beautiful. To learn more about Julia, this week's new episode, and our series, Lessons In, head on over to the website, seekthejoypodcast.com. Everything is right there. Trusting our path now more than ever is something I know so many of us are thinking about. So without further ado, let's dive into today's new episode, Lessons In Finding Your Path with Julia Chebitar. Okay, so today we're talking about something that I think about all the time and stress about and worry about and sometimes even just downright paranoid about, which is finding your path. And I think for so many of us, this is something that we're still figuring out, whether we're in the right place at the right time. Are we making the right decisions? And can we even you know, trust um, the direction that we're going? So Julia, I'm so excited that you're on the podcast today and that we're talking about this because... I, I just know so many of us experience experience this. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's everybody experience it. I experience it on a daily basis. Like 
I think that everybody has a path and figuring out your path is a struggle and a mission, but I feel like we're always going to be finding our path Mm -hmm. and the path is ever changing. You know, like I, I I thought in my twenties, I was going to have a different path and I found my current path at 30 and I love it so much, but I want it to now potentially go in a different path in the next few years. And I feel like, especially as women, our path changes more often because of children, marriage, all the things, because we have a more of a stricter timeline mm-hmm. on when, if we ha- want to have children and when to have children, if we want to do these things. Like, And I think that people put so much pressure on finding their path that they never actually let them find it or discover it. Yeah, that's a really, it's a really interesting point. Like it's almost like when you're watching water boil and you're a chef. So I feel like this is like Mm -hmm. a really good like example. Like you're watching water boil and you're like staring at it and you're waiting. And then it's that second when you turn around and you stop looking at it, that the water actually starts to boil. And I think that's so true for life too. If you're so like intensely focused on finding your way, you, you may actually never find it. Yeah, you might have been going the wrong way that you never wanted to go in the first place. Yeah, that's such a great point. Throughout your journey, what has it really meant for you so far to find your path? You talked about how in your 20s, you know, it was one way and now in your 30s. So this kind of like, I guess, decade difference, what what has that meant for you to find your path? What have been like the differences, I guess? Yeah, I mean, like, look, I feel like we go into college we're supposed to know our major. We're supposed to know what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. By 25, we're supposed to be in that position, that role. Um, and, you know, it's supposed to lead us into our 30s and we're supposed to be successful in that. How are you supposed to choose what you're going to do for the rest of your life at 21? Right. Yeah. Like I'm at 31 and I really love where I am at this point in my career. But like, why do I have to have that for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. I think I think part of finding your path is letting yourself fail and being okay with it, letting yourself try and being okay with it, letting yourself figure it out without the pressure, then you really get your path and your path almost becomes like not a path, but a, but a trail and a trail that like leads up and down and side by side. And then it also like develops who you are as a human. Yeah. That's, that's so beautiful and such a really good point. And I think so many of us are are learning this and realizing this. Is there a moment or an experience or something, something that's happened along the way, I guess, that maybe you can identify that has allowed you to gain this shift in perspective around what it means to find your path or or trusting, you know, the direction that you're going in? Yeah. So in my twenties, I took over my family business and it was like, okay. Hey, this is my path. You know, they think that this is a really good idea. This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents were super excited and proud and I was miserable mm. after like seven years of doing it into my late twenties. I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to disappoint them. It gave me like so much stress and anxiety. I gave myself shingles from it. And until I was able to like, unfortunately get shingles and physically have an ailment to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want something different where was I given, I gave myself the right. And I think my parents gave me the right to finally step away and figure out what that path was for mm-hmm. myself. That was at like 27, 28. And now I'm about to be 32. So I've, I've gone over the hump and I've gotten to the good path, but now I think my path might veer a little and it's also good. 
I just think that every couple of years we need to shift, we need to change and we need to figure out what makes us happy then. Yeah. Because it's not going to make us happy forever. Yeah. Uh, You said so many so many great things there. And you're, you're so right. It's like about being flexible and not being rigid. And something I always think about is like not white knuckling your life, like not holding on for dear life and with this like super firm grip. And I struggle with that on the daily. Like I yeah. want to control everything. I want to know how it's going to go, when it's going to go this way, when something's going to change, when it's, when it's going to be different. And that's just not how it works. And I've had to um, like remind myself that consistently. But what you also said about when you had shingles, and I know when you and I first connected, we we talked about this commonality of, of having shingles at a young age. And it's so interesting how our health often serves as that big interrupter to force us to say, hey, wait, are you actually happy? Are you doing what you want to do? Or is it really just causing you so much stress that your body has to like wake up and interrupt you? And I think so many Mm -hmm. have those moments and have those experiences. And so much of it I've learned, at least for me, is about saying, okay, I'm actually going to listen. Like I'm going to pay attention to to this, that this is actually not working for me. Um, and then and then making some sort of adjustment that way. I agree, but I think it's so hard for people to listen oh, until sure. they have something yeah. big. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that could be even with like a stressful job, a stressful relationship, anything. They will do it until they can't do it anymore. Like there has to be that big wake-up call, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but once you have that, I think moving forward, there are less big interrupters. Like you, you can read your body better. You can see what makes you happy a little bit better. You st- from that one bad big experience, you then know how to control and figure out the little things that come a long way without it becoming something huge. Yeah, I think you're right. It does take for a lot of us that really big moment to say like, hey, hold on, you have to stop. You have to slow down. And so was it within that moment or shortly after when you did have shingles and you no longer were working at your family's business? Is that when you really transitioned into doing um, what it is that you wanted to do? Like share more about your work and and all the fantastic things um, that you're doing. Because I'm curious if if it was really within that transition and, and that shift that things started to change for you. It was. So I took about three months off and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I actually contacted Emily from six degrees Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Em, I don't want to do what I'm doing anymore. And I don't know what to do. I'm so confused. Like what should I do? She's like, come to an event. I started going to events. She was like, Hey, you cook. I'm having a retreat. Do you want to be the chef at the retreat? And I'm like, do you want me to be the chef? Like, I don't, I don't know. And it worked out so well. Mm. And then all the girls that retreat were like, wait, do you do this more often? Like, can we hire you? And then I was like, wait, is this what I need to be doing? And it was like my aha moment. Mm. And I did my resume. I sent it to a friend. And two weeks later, I was being flown out to L.A. to be Ryan Seacrest's private chef. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. So talk about just like kind of like putting yourself out there and just seeing where the chips fall without literally without having like any attachment either to the outcome. Exactly. Like I literally didn't know. It was like throwing spaghetti at the wall, right? So literally. And seeing if it's, <laughs> literally. And it was. So I was cooking for him for like three months and then I flew back to uh, New York and then I was like with Jenny and Jason Biggs and um, Jennifer Lawrence, like 
all of these amazing people and all these amazing people in New York City. And some of them are still my clients today. And we're like family. And I'm so fortunate to have what I have. And I think the path that I was going prior to the pandemic was like, I was like, go, 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 go again at yeah. like 150 miles an hour. And now I think because of the pandemic, my path has changed a little bit more. My day-to-day is not as crazy. I am now appreciating stepping back a little. I'm now realizing that I want to work a little smarter, not as harder. And so the first the first shift in my path was shingles. And now I think the pandemic has shifted it a little as well. Yeah. And I'm seeing my future in a different perspective and how I want yeah. that to go. That makes a lot of sense. I think the pandemic has been this that way for a lot of us. Um, mm-hmm. It's been like a huge interrupter. And I'm glad that you brought it up because for a lot of us, it's been an interrupter. It, maybe it's stalled some things. A lot of people have um, lost their jobs, been furloughed. So many people are in a position where six months ago, they could have never predicted this. And so right. again, it's it's like forcing forcing you, asking you to, to trust that it's going to work out, to figure out a plan, um, to move forward and to trust your path. But in, for, in the quarantine is part of that path, but when you're in it, it sucks. <laughs> it's yeah. confusing yeah. and it's stressful. So I'm really happy to hear for you that it's, it's definitely, it sounds like it's at its highs and, and it's lows, but overall it's been a positive experience. Yeah. And I think it has been for, uh, right, for m- most people, it's been highs and lows. I can, But for me, I've been able to sit back and shift my business. So I've, you know, done more virtual things. I've been doing more corporate virtual things. So I've realized that there are structures in place that I can implement for the future to work less, but make a little bit more. Yeah. And I think yeah. that if the pandemic, pandemic hadn't happened, I maybe not have not would not have had that time to sit and think and really be able to develop into something new. Yeah, that's such a great point too. I'm curious, like, how has joy played a role throughout throughout your journey, but also through this process of navigating your journey and navigating your path? Because for me, sometimes joy is not always super easy to find or to hold on to, especially in these moments of uncertainty or, you know, figuring out your next step. So yeah, I would love to know, like, like what has joy been like for you? So I think that you have to have joy and happiness mm-hmm. in everything that you do. Like the reason I left the family business, because I wasn't happy, it wasn't bringing me joy. And along the way, as a private chef, I've had clients that just if I had a gut feeling that I hated coming to see you mm-hmm. and coming to cook for you, mm-hmm. that it wasn't bringing me joy, then why am I wasting my time? Like, yes, it's money coming into my pocket and yes, it's silly, but I know that the moment I say no to that client, the next client that will come to me will bring me joy and happiness and maybe even more money and more income. But like I've now developed this system where pre-pandemic, my clients brought me all the joy. Like I was excited to go there on a daily basis. It was like an extended family that I got to see every other day. Mm-hmm. And now I think in a pandemic and not being able to see those people, what brings me joy is these virtual classes and being able to see their faces or really spending quality time with a few friends that are part of my core and team, I've been calling it. Mm-hmm. And that's been bringing me joy. Um, and I just think that you can have joy in anything and anything that 
you see. And it's the smallest things. Like, I know that I'm going to be so happy on Tuesday when New York City opens up nail salons because I need a manicure and a pedicure. <laughs> and that's going to bring me joy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's I a little really thing. Think it's your, yeah. I think it's the mindset. Yeah. It's the mindset behind it too, for sure. Yeah. Like you could be having the worst day ever, but like you have to change your focus of attention and allow that joy yeah, in. I love that. Change your perspective, change where you're putting your attention and, and let that joy in. And you can find joy in moments mm-hmm. of uncertainty, in moments of difficulty. Sometimes you have to look a little harder, but it's there. Um, and it's like about training yourself to find it. Exactly. And it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. not easy to train yourself or to nope. change your focus of attention or to change your mind because your mind wanders and your mind wants to take over and go all sorts of different ways. But if you just stop and try, you might get a little joy out of it. Yeah. It's a little bit of a muscle, right? That you've got to build and practice. And what has surprised you the most about what it is for you to find your path or what has surprised you the the most about your journey um, and all these twists and turns and, and trusting it along the way? I think that's the thing that surprised me the most is my support team. Mm. Like I never thought that my family and friends would be so amazing and supportive and be like my team of cheerleaders. Mm. And I'm so fortunate for that because I don't think I would be able to pivot and shift and be as creative as I want if I hadn't had that support system. Yeah. Those cheerleaders are everything because Mm -hmm. in those moments where you don't believe in yourself and they believe in you, um, it helps to push you along and move you along and, and get you going. And I have loved having this conversation with you. I think the first time when we connected, I thought you were so fantastic and Mm -hmm. what you were doing is great. And I'm I'm so happy that we had this conversation specifically about trusting your path because I think now more than ever, so many people this is at the top of their mind. This is something that they're thinking about. Um, And, you know, just knowing that you're going to go in the direction that you're supposed to um, is like a lifelong process of trust. Um, So it's great to hear your experiences with it. So Julia, where, where can everybody find you and, and connect and, and learn more? Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. Um, They can all follow me at health chef Julia on Instagram and my website is also healthchefjulia.com. Perfect. Um, I'll include everything in the show notes. It'll be so easy for everyone to find you. And it sounds like you're doing all these great virtual events. So I'm <laughs> sure everyone is going to want to hop on and do one, me included. So thank you. Thank you so much thank again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.